Hello, it's Shay with Shay's Pretty Skinny. And you know, as always, we're doing everything but keeping it cute. Um, today, well actually yesterday, I made a little vegan ceviche with some fruit and some cauliflower. Usually people separate them out, either have the cauliflower ceviche or the fruit. I decided to mix it and see what would happen. That worked out pretty good. I uh, did like a little searing or stir fry kind of just to soften up the cauliflower a little bit. Not too much because I still wanted to have some structure. Threw some paprika on there with a little um, garlic salt. That's a lie. There was no salt. I put Himalayan salt, garlic powder, and onion powder. Whisk that up with a little bit of olive oil. Not too much because it'll get soggy. And then um, I put some tangelos in there. And I just cut the little half of the pieces in half once I peeled it, the little sections. Um, I spooned out the meat what I like to call the meat of the grapefruit. I use some uh, ruby red grapefruit, some avocado, cilantro, onions, tomato. I think that's all I had in there. I decided not to go with the mango. Mm -hmm. And I did throw in a little minced garlic. I decided not to go spicy this time, so I didn't put a jalapeno pepper, but you can. I mean, man. It meshes up so good. You squeeze that little lime on there, stir everything, let it sit for a little bit. It's cracking. And you can just eat it, or you can get some tortillas, or you can get you some corn chips, whatever you do with it. It's cracking, though. Oh, you can get like a little tostada, spread it on there, too. I love me some South American meals. So, as always, we like to eat and talk. And I know one of the first questions you're going to ask is, where have you been? Why has it been so long? And the best answer I have for that is, I've been minding my business, okay? Too many times we're in the helping profession and coaching field, and we don't mind our own business. And it just came to this point where, um, I was working with someone, and someone I worked with for a long time. We exchange ideas and things of that sort. And um, we both had new ideas, and we both kind of couldn't agree, you know. And we weren't going to work on the project together, but I was thinking that I didn't know if it was a good idea for them to go in that direction. And I could tell they weren't really thinking it was a good idea for me to go in, in a direction I was going in. And that just put me on a pause for a minute. Because that led me to something that I needed to contemplate was, what is it I really wanted, you know? I knew what I was doing, but I wasn't sure what I actually wanted. Was that the path I wanted to be walking in, you know? So anyway, I started going down that little rabbit hole. And once I did, it was so clear to understand why my colleague would think, I don't know if you want to do that. Because it's something I had not shared with anyone. It's something I've always wanted to do, but I've never taken any steps in that direction. So that's something that I had to deal with for a little while. Like, okay, I keep saying I want to do this thing, but every project I take on or every job that I accept has nothing to do with that path, you know? So 
I needed some time to do a little research, figure out what it took to be on that path and if that's something I even really wanted to commit to. Because sometimes you can want something, but then once you start moving in that direction, you're like, mm, nah, this, this is not really what I'm, what I'm looking for. I've done that on a couple of projects. It sounded good at the time, but once the mechanisms really started to fall into place, I was like, mm, this is not a good fit for me. So even in this personal endeavor, I needed to find that out too. And all while I was doing that, I just started thinking about how in the helping profession, we sometimes push people down the path that we think they should go rather than really stirring up questions, right? So that they can provide those answers. Because at the end of the day, I have always said, what somebody thinks of you is really not your business. And I still hold that to be true. You know why? Because they have no idea who you really are. Only you know that. They have no idea what your desires really are. The only thing that anyone knows about you is what you have shown, right? And I realized that when I was speaking with my colleague. If I had not shown this side of me to this individual, why would they think that I was capable of walking that road? You see what I mean? So then at the same time, then why would their opinion or why would their evaluation of what I'm trying to do even be valid, right? They don't have all the tools. And I've said that before too. People do not have all the information to make a judgment. So why we do it, I'm just not sure. And so this would be the same situation. And then lately, I just noticed how, you know, there's this term going around that's getting very, very popular, and that's being woke, okay, or the awakened ones. And sometimes I have spoken with individuals who are claiming to be quote unquote woke. And one of my first questions is, you know, is this something that you always believed? Nine times out of 10, I've met very few people who have always thought in the same way that they're speaking to me currently, right? So nine times out of 10, the answer will be no. So my next question is, why are we beating people upside the head about their process, right? If this is an idea that you have not always held in your mind, in your thought process, and your lifestyle, why are we so pushy towards other people, right? Is it not fair that they have their own, quote unquote, awakening process, their own, quote unquote, personal journey of growth? Of course, we're excited, right? And I can say that for myself. When I found some things out about my health and things started making a turn, you know, in the positive direction, very excited about that. And I really wanted um, one of my family members to get on board with it as well. But had I always been on that journey? No, right? So why was I robbing my family member of this experience, right? The time that they needed, that they required to process and decide if they wanted to commit to a similar journey or even if that journey was right for them. At any time you can think of your personal growth, your awakening process, however you want to define that, like an alarm clock, right? Some people set the alarm, they know they have to get up, okay? They know there's somewhere that they need to go, and they're going to set the alarm for that. Some people are going to set the alarm where they get up early and they have a little bit of time to mess around before it's really time to get to business, right? Some people are going to set the alarm and they're going to pop right up and get to business, right? 
Some people are going to smash that snooze button because they're just not ready to get up, right? And then you still got that other person. They're going to call off. Whatever business they got for the day, it's just not going to happen. And the only person who controls that is that individual. So then I had to bring myself to this thinking like, all right, now I'm in this mode. I can't keep working with people in the same way that I have, right? So I went through that personal, um, I guess you could call it a string of questioning. All right, do I still want to be in the helping field? If I do, how do I want to proceed with this? Because at the end of the day, self-determination is the end goal, at least for me and when I work with individuals. And it was something that I saw with my colleague when it seemed that I crushed them, okay? It's not that I didn't believe they could do it. I just didn't have any background for it, right? I had not experienced it before, so I didn't know what it detailed, so I couldn't really, you know, mesh the skills that my colleague had against what it would take, and I just didn't have an answer. And instead of the individual processing it as such, it was received as I did not think they were capable. That really threw me for a loop because I know for sure that when someone feels they are capable and they have someone who believes the same, so that validation, they are more likely to follow up with the actions in that direction. But the question is, how do you do the opposite? Even if I don't believe that you are capable, what motivates you to make the action? still in that direction of your personal desire, of your personal goal, okay? Because at the end of the day, when you're done with a coach, a coach is not with you for life, unless they're your, your parent or, you know, your spouse or someone in your close circle. They're not with you for life. There comes a time when that relationship ends. So how do you ensure that a process continues when the relationship ends, I really need to spend some time in this. And the best way that I could think of that is people need to mind their own business, right? Just like it's not your business what somebody thinks about you. It's nobody's business whether you're motivated to complete actions to reach your goal. It's all about this underlying programming, right? I do know that. But we have to take that out of everybody else's hands. The power that we're giving other individuals, it's like, you know what? I think I want to be a chef. I like cooking. You know what I mean? I haven't been to school, but everybody likes my lunches when I make up. You know, every time I take something to the potluck at work, everybody wants me to cook something new. I think I'm just going to go into the catering business. Now, who decides that you actually have to go to school and be a trained chef? Who decides whether you're going to look on YouTube and get some skills from people who have already gone to school? Who decides whether you're going to go and be someone's protege at a restaurant? It should not be another individual. It should only be you, right? Because you're the only individual who is going to take those steps. The person that you're asking, they don't want to be the chef, do they? And even if they are already a chef, do they have your skill set? Do they have your desire? Are they operating from your space? No. So why let them dictate where your motivation is going to lie? So I decided that it's very important, very important that we actually be able to work from a space where we can motivate ourselves, right? We can set that programming. We 
can talk or give positive self-talk. And people say that could be a little difficult, but I kind of went through the same process myself. At first, it was like, okay, I have to remind myself, maybe I don't like doing this, but there's a task that is required that I don't feel I'm good at. Why is that, right? I had to work through those things. Then I had to convince myself that I could be good at it, right? Because no one had ever seen me do that before. So I went around just in the most basic way, and I wrote it down as a reminder that I'm capable. I am able to do this. I am good at this, right? Then I went and I looked up information, tips on how to be good at it, right? How to do it well. Then I decided I got to start actually practicing it because for a minute, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't feel comfortable. So then I started doing it and the results started happening. And as those results started coming and they were both positive and negative, but as each positive result came, then I gained a little bit more confidence, right? Now, had I just gone off of the conversation that I had with my colleague, I would have tossed the whole idea away and said, okay, you know what? They're right. I'm not able to do this. I've never done it before. However, the desire that I had inside and what I knew about myself in private drove me to still pursue that thing, right? And then from there, it drove me to develop myself. And then once I got to a certain space, there were more things that I wanted to do. So I continued with my self-determination, my self-development. And I really think that's the space that we need to be in. I think it's great that people are improving upon themselves. They're in their um, journey of personal development and growth. But pushing other people at a pace that is not comfortable is something that we really need to mind our own business, okay? When you are living in your truth and when you are going through your personal growth, people are watching you at every moment, whether you know it or not. And they're either cheering you on or beating you down, either or, right? And you're going to get both. But you still have to be the individual who is going to keep the course. And you have to decide what is your motivation for that. So while people have been in quarantine, I know everybody says do this or do that, but it's really been a telltale situation because there were all these distractions we had going to work, um, having to run certain errands for our family in addition to caring for them, nurturing them. If you have a family you know, if you're in the helping field, then there's a whole other ball of things that you have to deal with as well, right? So we had all these distractions. But once these distractions were removed from us, we didn't think to automatically go within. And some of us still weren't sure. I, I spoke with some people who still weren't sure that they knew who they were or what they wanted to do. Like I got a call from an individual and they said they felt so small, right? They now have been removed from the job that they normally do. And that's something that made them feel important. But now since they weren't going to that job, they didn't feel like they had a purpose. Even though they could reach out to family, even though they were elderly in the area, you know, that didn't have family, that person's purpose was solely identified by the work they did in the capacity that they did it, right? But... It was important to help the individuals see that whether they were actually reporting to a building or whether they were getting money on a payroll, that if inside they felt they were a helper, then they could be that helper 
in a different environment. They could be that helper from home. They could be that helper to the neighbor. It didn't have to be in that building, in that job title, on that payroll, okay? So it's about helping us move outside of those paradigms and the programming that we have, right? Again, people are watching you, whether you want them to or not, and they're either inspired to, to do something similar, to do something different, or to be upset that you're doing it. That's just the truth. And so when I talk about minding my business, I think it's really important that we take a moment to reflect and ask ourselves, what is it that we want? What is it that we like? And then are we even moving on a path that takes us to that thing, right? Some of us have jobs, and maybe that's how it has to be, that you don't even like, right? But is there a possibility in this space and time that we can make steps towards something that we like? Is there a possibility that you could create a business and do something that you like? Is there a possibility that you can be more of yourself in a role that you already hold? Is it even possible? And have we explored those possibilities? Because if we're able to be more satisfied and content with our place in the world, our place in our families, and who we believe ourselves to be, then we affect individuals in a positive way overall. Overall. And I do say that because I had a moment where also, you know, I'm looking out. Like it says in the Bible, what does it say? Uh... Like, you can't see the splinter in your eye for the, no, you can see the splinter in the other person's eye rather than the rafter in your own because it's just so much easier, right, to look outside and point and point and point. Well, I have my time to do my pointing. Then I had to decide why would someone act this way? Especially like to me, if I'm not really connected to someone and that happens, some people you're just connected to on the surface. Um, my cut and dry is actually cut and dry. It's not hard for me to like say, okay, I'm no longer going to engage with this individual or their energy. However, when I value someone, it's hard for me to cut that. And I really want to understand, like, where is this person working from? Where did we go wrong? Am I seeing something different? All these questions I really don't need to ask. You know why? Because I need to be minding my own business and understanding that that individual is minding their own business. I don't know what their experience is, and I, and I may not know exactly how they're receiving my energy or whether they want my energy in their space any longer. You understand? That's the term of, you know, you're in people's lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So I really have to take a moment and say, okay, let me stop pointing first and let me ask myself some questions. Have I ever done this thing? Have I ever acted this way? And then ask myself, well, why did I do that? Why was I acting that way? Why did I stop talking to people? And could it be possible they would have the same reasons? And could it be possible they would act in the same way for the same reasons, right? Then at the end of it all, I have to ask myself, does it influence how I'm gonna move? right? Does it influence how I'm going to proceed on my journey of personal development? Is it going to matter to me in the future? Do I want it to matter to me in the future? And then decide what actions I'm going to make based on that, right? So 
I just found that on all this personal development, what we can do is accept or not accept people's energy, encourage or not encourage them. So when people now ask me, like I had someone ask, do you think I'm an evil person? My answer to that is, does it really matter? At the end of the day, you're the only person who really knows if you're an evil individual, right? If you choose to do bad things. And let's really keep it real. For some reason, especially in the helping field, we're under the impression that everyone wants to be on a journey of personal growth. That's not true. We're we're in the thought that everyone wants to be this quote-unquote good person. The truth is we don't know how each individual defines good. We know the images that society has put out there, right? And we all operate off of that paradigm. But we don't know what an individual considers moral or not moral unless they share with us. And then what they're sharing, we don't know if that's their true self or just the self they want us to see. And the truth of the matter is, Some people have chosen what they have chosen, and that's who they want to be, right? So no matter how much talking, encouraging, and things of that sort you do, the choice is still theirs. So what can we do? Mind our business. We have to be in charge of our choices and how we're moving on the journey of personal development, or if we want to move at all. Whether we want to progress, we don't want to progress, whether we want to love everyone, whether we want to love a certain type of person. And when I say love, I don't mean um, romantic or erotic love. I mean how we interact with individuals as a whole. But I think sometimes we just forget that each person is making their own decisions and some people are criminals. That's how we define that word. But maybe in their culture, that criminal culture, how we see the paradigm, there's nothing wrong with what's being done. It's just business, okay? Like a lot of things happening in the world right now. It's just business. But some people would consider it criminal, unlawful, inhumane, right? But we all have a different way of seeing things and defining things. And our actions move in conjunction with how we think and how we feel. That's how we get into these situations where you say, oh, I thought such and such was this person or that person. No, that was the, that was the only side of that person that you saw. Or that's the only side that they revealed to you, okay? Happens a lot with narcissistic personalities. So the best thing that we can do is mind our business. Sometimes you just spend so much time concerned with what other people think about us or what other people are doing that we truly don't even know where we're going on our journey or where we want to go, if we even like where we're going. So it's important that we stop and we ask those questions. And once we do, then we can put together a string of actions to go down that road and hopefully be more content with where we're moving. Anyway, I've had a great time. That was a revelation. I'm going to actually close out this series, uh, the series of Keep It Cute with a Hoe. <laughs> mind my business. I'm going to close that out. I'm sorry that it took so long because I really want to get into other things now and it'll just be subject by subject. Please take an opportunity to send in some voicemails if you have some ideas about things that should be talked about or you disagree with anything that was said. I'm always open to more comments, um, 
more facets of information because definitely it's important. Sometimes you're going to say something that people haven't considered, but in the meantime, mind your business, okay? Encourage where you can and let people be at their own pace on their own journey of growth or stagnation.